Judges, chapter 7. Jeroboam, that is Gideon, and all the troops who were with him got up early and camped beside the spring of Harad. The camp of Midian was north of them, below the hill of Morah, in the valley. The Lord said to Gideon, You have too many troops for me to handle the Midianites over to them, or else Israel might elevate themselves over me and say, My own strength saved me. Now announce to the troops, whoever is fearful and trembling may turn back and leave Mount Gilead. So 22,000 of the troops turned back, but 10,000 remained. Then the Lord said to Gibeon, There are still too many troops. Take them down to the water, and I will test them for you there. If I say to you, This one can go with you, he can go. But if I say about anyone, this one cannot go with you, he cannot go. So he brought the troops down to the water. And the Lord said to Gibeon, Separate everyone who laps water with his tongue like a dog. Do the same with everyone who kneels to drink. The number of those who lapped with their hands to their mouths was three hundred men. And all the rest of the troops knelt to drink water. The Lord said to Gibeon, I will deliver you with the three hundred men who lapped the hand the Midianites. I will deliver you. The Lord said to Gibeon, I will deliver you with the three hundred men who lapped and hand the Midianites over to you. But everyone else is to go home. So Gibeon sent all the Israelites to their tents, but kept the 300 troops who took the provisions and their trumpets. The camp of Midian was below him in the valley. That night the Lord said to him, Get up and attack the camp, for I have handed it over to you. But if you are afraid to attack the camp, go down with Pura, your servant. Listen to what they say, and then you will be encouraged to attack the camp. So he went down with Pura, his servant, to the outpost of the troops who were in the camp. Now the Midianites, Amalekites, and Ketamites had settled down in the valley like a swarm of locusts, and their camels were as innumerable as the sand on the seashore. When Gideon arrived, there was a man telling his friend about a dream. He said, Listen, I had a dream. A loaf of barley bread came tumbling into the Midianite camp struck a tent, and it fell. The loaf turned the tent upside down so that it collapsed. His friend answered, This is nothing less than the sword of Gideon, son of Joash, the Israelite. 
God has handed the entire Midianite camp over to him. When Gideon heard the account of the dream and its interpretation, he bowed in worship. He returned to Israel's camp and said, Get up, for the Lord has handed the Midianite camp over to you. Then he divided the 300 men into three companies and gave each of the men a trumpet in one hand and an empty pitcher with the torch inside in the other hand. Watch me, he said to them, and do what I do. When I come to the outpost of the camp, do as I do. When I and everyone with me blow our trumpets, you are also to blow your trumpets all around the camp. Then you will say, For the Lord and for Gideon. Gideon and the hundred men who were with him went to the outpost of the camp at the beginning of the middle watch after the sentries had been stationed. They blew their trumpets and broke the pitchers that were in their hands. The three companies blew their trumpets and shattered their pitchers. They held their torches in their left hands, their trumpets in their right hands, and shouted, A sword for the Lord and for Gideon. Each Israelite took his position around the camp, and the entire Midianite army began to run, and they cried out as they fled. When Gideon's men blew their three hundred trumpets, the Lord caused the men in the whole army to turn on each other with their swords. They fled to Acacia House in the direction of Zarara, as far as the border of Abel Mehola, near to Bath. Then the men of Israel were called from Naphtali, Asher, and Manasseh, and they pursued the Midianites. Gideon sent messengers throughout the hill country of Ephraim with this message, Come down to intercept the Midianites and take control of the water courses ahead of them as far as Beth Bara and the Jordan. So all the men of Ephraim were called out, and they took control of the water courses as far as Beth Bara and the Jordan. They captured Oreb and Zeb, the two princes of Midian. They killed Oreb at the rock of Oreb and Zeb at the winepress of Zeb while they were pursuing the Midianites. They brought the heads of Oreb and Zeb to Gideon across the Jordan. Acts chapter 11. The apostles and the brothers who were throughout Judea heard that the Gentiles had welcomed God's message also. When Peter went up to Jerusalem, those who stressed circumcision 
argued with him, saying, You visited uncircumcised men and ate with them. Peter began to explain to them in an orderly sequence, saying, I was in the town of Joppa praying, and I saw in a visionary state an object that resembled a large sheet coming down, being lowered by its four corners from heaven, and it came to me. When I looked closely and considered it, I saw the four-footed animals of the earth, the wild beasts, the reptiles, and the birds of the sky. Then I heard a voice telling me, Get up, Peter, kill, and eat. No, Lord, I said, for nothing common or ritually unclean has ever entered my mouth. But a voice answered from heaven a second time. What God has made clean, you must not call common. What God has made clean, you must not call common. Now this happened three times, and then everything was drawn up again into heaven. At that very moment, three men who had been sent to me from Caesarea arrived at the house where we were. Then, The Spirit told me to accompany them with no doubts at all. These six brothers accompanied me, and we went into the man's house. He reported to us how he had seen the angel standing in his house and saying, Send to Joppa and call for Simon, who is also called Peter. Send to Joppa and call for Simon, who is also named Peter. He will speak a message to you that you and all your household will be saved by. As I began to speak, the Holy Spirit came down on them, just as on us at the beginning. Then I remembered the word of the Lord, how he said, John, baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Therefore, if God gave them the same gift that he also gave to us when we believed on the Lord Jesus Christ, how could I possibly hinder God? When they heard this, they became silent. Then they glorified God, saying, So God, has granted repentance, resulting in life even to the Gentiles. Those who had been scattered as a result of the persecution that started because of Stephen made their way as far as Phoenicia, Cyprus, and Antioch, speaking the message to no one except the Jews. But there were some of them, Cypriot and Cyrenian men who came to Antioch and began speaking to the Hellenists, proclaiming the good news about the Lord Jesus. The Lord's hand was with them, and a large number who believed turned to the Lord. Then the report about them was heard by the church that was at Jerusalem. 
and they sent out Barnabas to travel as far as Antioch. When he arrived and saw the grace of God, he was glad and encouraged all of them to remain true to the Lord with the firm resolve of the heart. For he was a good man, full of the Holy Spirit and of faith. And large numbers of people were added to the Lord. Then he went to Tarsus to search for Saul. And when he had found him, he brought him to Antioch for a whole year. They met with the church and taught large numbers. The disciples were first called Christians at Antioch. In those days, some prophets came down from Jerusalem to Antioch. Then one of them, named Agabus, stood up and predicted by the Holy Spirit that there would be a severe famine throughout the Roman world. This took place during the time of Claudius. So each of the disciples, according to his ability, determined to send relief to the brothers who lived in Judea. They did this, sending it to the elders by means of Barnabas and Saul. Jeremiah chapter 20 Peshur, Peshur, the priest, the son of Emmer, and the chief official in the temple of the Lord, heard Jeremiah prophesying these things. So Peshur had Jeremiah the prophet beaten and put him in the stocks at the upper Benjamin gate in the Lord's temple. The next day, when Peshur released Jeremiah from the stocks, Jeremiah said to him, The Lord does not call you Peshur, but Magor Misabim, for this is what the Lord says. I am about to make you a terror to both yourself and those you love. They will fall by the sword of their enemies before your very eyes. I will hand Judah over to the king of Babylon, and he will deport them to Babylon and put them to the sword. I will give away all the wealth of this city, all its products and valuables. Indeed, I will hand all the treasures of the kings of Judah over to their enemies. They will plunder them, seize them, and carry them off to Babylon. As for you, Peshur, and all who live in your house, you will go into captivity. You will go to Babylon. There you will die, and there you will be buried. You and all your friends that you prophesied falsely to. You deceived me, Lord, and I was deceived. You seized me and prevailed. I am a laughingstock all the time. Everyone ridicules me. For whenever I speak, I cry out. I proclaim violence and destruction because the, because 
the word of the Lord has become for me constant disgrace and derision if I say I won't mention him or speak any longer in his name his message becomes a fire burning in my heart shut up in my bones I become tired of holding it in and I cannot prevail for I have heard the gossip of many people terror is on every side report him let's report him everyone I trusted watches for my fall perhaps he will be deceived so that we might prevail against him and take our vengeance on him but the Lord is with me like a violent warrior therefore my persecutors will stumble and not prevail since they have not succeeded they will be utterly shamed an everlasting humiliation that will never be forgotten Lord of hosts testing the righteous and seeing the heart and mind let me see your vengeance on them for I have pre- presented my case to you sing to the Lord praise the Lord for he rescues the life of the needy from the hand of evil people may the day I was born be cursed may the day my mother bore me never be blessed may the man be cursed who brought the news to my father saying a male child is born to you bringing him great joy let that man be like the cities the Lord demolished without compassion let him hear an outcry in the morning and a war cry at noontime because he didn't kill me in the womb so that my mother might have been my grave her womb eternally pregnant why did I come out of the womb to see only struggle and sorrow to end my life in shame Mark chapter 6 he went away from there and came to his hometown and his disciples followed him when the Sabbath came he began to teach in the synagogue and many who heard him were astonished where did this man get these things they said what is this wisdom given to him and how are these miracles performed by his hands isn't this the carpenter the son of Mary and the brother of James Joseph Judas and Simeon and aren't his sisters here with us so they were offended by him isn't this the carpenter the son of Mary and the brother of James Joseph Judas and Simon and aren't his sisters here with us 
So they were offended by him. Then Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor, except in his hometown, among his relatives, and in his household. So he was not able to do any miracles there, except that he laid his hands on a few sick people and healed them. And he was amazed at their unbelief. Now he was going around the villages in a circuit, teaching. He summoned the twelve and began to send them out in pairs and gave them authority over unclean spirits. He He instructed them to take nothing for the road except a walking stick, no bread, no traveling bag, no money in their belts. They were to wear sandals, but not put on an extra shirt. Then he said to them, Whenever you enter a house, stay there until you leave that place. If any place does not welcome you, and people refuse to listen to you, when you leave there, shake the dust off your feet as a testimony against them. So they went out and preached that people should repent, and they were driving out demons, anointing many sick people with olive oil and healing them. King Herod heard of this because Jesus' name had become well known. Some said John the Baptist had been raised from the dead, and that's why supernatural powers are at work in him. But others said, he's Elijah. Still others said, he's a prophet, like one of the prophets. When Herod heard of it, he said, John, the one I beheaded has been raised For Herod himself had given orders to arrest John and to chain him in prison on account of Herodias, his brother Philip's wife, whom he had married. John had been telling Herod, It is not lawful for you to give your brother's wife. So Herodias held a grudge against him and wanted to kill him. But she could not because Herod was in awe of John and was protecting him, knowing he was a righteous and holy man. When Herod heard him, he would be very disturbed, yet would hear him gladly. Now an opportune time came on his birthday when Herod gave a banquet for his nobles, military commanders, and the leading men of Galilee. When Herodias' own daughter came in and danced, she pleased Herod and his guests. The king said to the girl, Ask me whatever you want, and I'll give it to you. So he swore oaths to her. Whatever you ask me, I will give you up to half my kingdom. 
Then she went out and said to her mother, What should I ask for? John the Baptist's head, she said. Immediately, she hurried to the king and said, I want you to give me John the Baptist's head on a platter right now. Though the king was deeply distressed because of his oaths and the guests, he did not want to refuse her. The king immediately sent for an executioner and commanded him to bring John's head. So he went and beheaded him in prison, brought his head on a platter and gave it to the girl. Then the girl gave it to her mother. Then his disciples heard about it. When his disciples heard about it, they came and removed his corpse and placed it in a tomb. The apostles gathered around Jesus and reported to him all that they had done and taught. He said to them, Come away by yourselves to a remote place and rest for a while. For many people were coming and going, and they did not have, and they, for many people were coming and going, and and they did not even have time to eat. So they went away in the boat by themselves to a remote place. But many saw them leaving and recognized them. People ran there by land from all the towns and arrived ahead of them. So as he stepped ashore, he saw a large crowd and had compassion on them because they were like sheep without a shepherd. Then he began to teach them many things. When it was already late, his disciples approached him and said, This place is a wilderness, and it is already late. (coughs) Send them away so that they can go into the surrounding countryside and villages to buy themselves something to eat. You give them something to eat, he responded. They said to him, Should we go and buy 200 denarii worth of bread and give them something to eat? And he asked them, How many loaves do you have? Go look. When they found out, they said, Five and two fish. Then he instructed them to have all the people sit down in groups on the green grass. So they sat down in ranks of hundreds and fifties. Then he took the five loaves and the two fish, and looking up to heaven, he blessed and broke the loaves. He kept giving them to his disciples to set before the people. He also divided the two fish among them all. Everyone ate and was filled then they picked up 12 baskets full of pieces of bread and fish now those who ate the loaves 
were 5,000 men. Immediately, he made his disciples get into the boat and go ahead of him to the other side, to Bethsaida, while he dismissed the crowd. After he said goodbye to them, he went away to the mountain to pray. When evening came, the boat was in the middle of the sea, and he was alone on the land. He saw them being battered as they rode, because they wo- because the wind was against them. Around three in the morning, he came toward them walking on the sea and wanted to pass by them. When they saw him walking on the sea, they thought it was a ghost and cried out. For they all saw him and were terrified. Immediately he spoke with them and said, Have courage, it is I. Don't be afraid. Then he got into the boat with them, and the wind ceased. They were completely astounded because they had not understood about the loaves. Instead, their hearts were hardened. When they had crossed over, they came to land at Genesaret and beached the boat. As they got out of the boat, people immediately recognized him. They hurried throughout that vicinity and began to carry the sick on mats to wherever they heard he was. Whenever he would go, wherever he would go, into villages, towns, or the country, they laid the sick in the marketplaces and begged him that they might touch just the tassel of his robe and everyone who touched it was made well. And everyone who touched it was made well.